The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is La Mera Mera, La Uica, Thunder Rosa with, of course, my co-host, Tommy Dreamer. And today we have excellent conversation with one, first of all, my best friend, Gabby AF. Talk with Tom Hannafin about impact, hard to kill. And also we have as a surprise guest, Joe Hendry, who I did not know he was coming, but it was an absolutely amazing interview. And what else, guys? It's Friday and we had the wrestler of the week. But you know what? If you want to hear what we have to say, you have to hear right now at the Busted Open podcast. We're supposed to be talking about our picks for wrestlers of the week. And the other aspect of this is Jordan. You know, yes. Jordan, man, she just posted a picture of herself with her back flexing in that ultimate muscle pose. And I was like, oh my God, like she's got muscles on top of muscles. And like <laughs> her training is insane. I mean, you could see what, you know, when you follow her on, on social media, you could see mm-hmm. like how hard she, but it's just like, you know, for Mickey, Mickey has no problem saying that she's 42 years old. And where most of the times when you're a 42 year old woman, you're not in the wrestling business because you've been deemed too old. Mm-hmm. And, and she's fighting for so many other things, but then it's Jordan who's like in her prime. And is the current champion. I mean, people are talking about Mickey like she's the champ as opposed to, hey, man, you got to fight somebody. And like, I loved when Mickey and Jordan both came on this show. And like, this is like my issue with Bully because he made it about himself as like him and Josh should be having this type of match as well, as opposed to Mickey and Jordan, where they made it about the match and they Mm -hmm. made it about the importance to both of them. And that's the personal issue that I love about it. It's one person fighting for everything that to prove that she's still the best against somebody who is the best. Yes. And um, Paul was asking me, so who do you want to be your wrestler of the week? There were so many options that I had this week, actually. And um, but I, I decided to pick Mickey for what this match means to her and to Jordan Grace. Uh, if Mickey James loses, that's her last rodeo. That's it. You know? Uh, she she's gone with a win she's she you know rode the wave and uh, she did what she did but uh if 
if she wins, she'll be can, uh, she becomes a champion again. And that'll be pretty awesome. And that will give her another, you know, another win to, 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 uh, to start doing something different. And uh, as we mentioned earlier in the show, and we talk about Mickey, there's so many other things that, you know, make her, I will say, you know, maybe the, the wrestler of the decade. Like she has helped so much to so many women to look their best in the ring. And, but for this one, uh, it is very special because um, this match is, it's, it's about the, the future of two, two stars. One is uh, Mickey James and the other one is Jordan Grace. And uh, like I said, I can't wait to see the match. I am, I'm excited to see what Jordan Grace is going to do. She is uh, someone that you don't want to mess with, like men or women. Like she is a powerhouse in, just like with Mickey, like all the changes that she's gone through, uh, Jordan Grace too. I just want to give her her flowers. She's gone through so much change and, and so much transformation throughout the years. And she grew up as a professional wrestler. She started at 14. So, uh, she's, I think she's now defined who Jordan Grace really is. And it's beautiful to see because you can see it. She, you can see her glow. You can see how she's advanced in the ring and her body, her transformation and the dedication that she has now and the focus that she has as a champion. And um, I swear when I see her like lifting, when I see her doing all this stuff, I, I get a little jealous. Unfortunately, I can't do some of the stuff that she does anymore because of my back. But when I get healthy and um, and I can change and transform myself in a different way, I will definitely like to, like, she motivates me definitely to, to be different. But going back to Mickey, Mickey James is my wrestler of the week. And I, I hope she wins because I don't want her to retire. I, I, my, in my, in my really wildest dreams, I, I want to have one match with her. It will be an honor to be in the ring with her. Um, I, I got a lot of things to talk here. Uh, number one, <laughs> yesterday we're in a meeting and it, it's four wrestlers and we all talked about the top three times you were hit the hardest. And I said, me, number three by Terry Funk. Number two was Jordan Grace. <laughs> and so I was just like, you know, and Mickey knows that too, but we were just having that discussion. So when you say, Jordan's his top athlete again, hit the hardest Jordan beat Terry Funk and who hit me the hardest. Um, another part when we talk about, cause I remember when I was a younger wrestler and man, I used to like, and when I wanted to be a wrestler, I used to have to take weight gainer because like I saw what these men and women look like on television. And I was just like, God, like I'm too small. I'm too small like just being obsessed with because I couldn't gain weight and then once I found out you know and again this is friggin' the late 80s now it's the opposite we're trying to lose weight and still trying to fit this mode of but it's what your own mind that you're satisfied with I could care less like about when I was like an ECW or I yeah. you know I wore a t-shirt but like I I still worked out very, very hard in WWE. I realized it was a different animal. And I went in there at 235 and I was just like, man, but I'm too small to be considered something. Plus I wear a t-shirt and like, yes, I had two torn pecs, but it was just like, you're just trying to find this thing where you have to be comfortable in your own skin. Uh, and the other part with like Mickey, 
Another story never like that gets told about a woman having a child and coming back from that weight gain. And like women go out there, they give this beautiful thing, the birth life, and then it, it messes and changes up your entire body. And then to look at like, you know, Mickey just posted a video of herself dancing and I was like, holy crap, she looks like she's in her 20s again. Yeah, she's beautiful. Again, because she's trying to train her ass off. And it, it's just like all these different things. to. And like Mickey has come to me and like she's shown me her outfits and she's like, uh, you know, do I have back fat dreamer? Do I have this? Do I have that? Because she knows I'll, I'll tell her the truth. And I know, and I was like, would you stop? You look great. She goes, I don't know. But like, it's being comfortable in your own skin. And that is another entire other battle that you have with yourself. Yeah. And there was a point in, in, in Miki's career. And I remember watching WWE at the time in where they were making fun of her weight. I don't know if you remember that for a while. That was like, that was like the gimmick. Right. And uh, Piggy James. yeah, Piggy James. And it was hard to watch. Like if you are. If you are, you see your, your body changes because uh, sometimes like, and you know, this is when we're on the road, sometimes we're not eating right. We're not sleeping right. We have some personal issues going on, mental health injuries, you name it, all, all kinds of stuff. You start getting some weight, but you still have to go out there in a two piece. And then they're like, oh, by the way, we have this um, uh, gimmick. We're going to be calling you this because, you know, it just makes sense that two skinny girls are calling you that. That's, that's regardless that that's first of all that's being super professional and going going with the flow and to that that can really mess you up and like i can tell you when i see myself in the mirror right now and i'm looking at pictures from like seven months ago a year ago i don't feel comfortable with what i see in there i don't i don't feel comfortable and for miki to have to come back after her kids after all that stuff all that you know and all it's like things and see her how comfortable she is now at 42 years old and and just to get out there in the ring and just perform the best that she can it's 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 beautiful to see i'm 36 years old i don't have any kids and i chose not to have any kids because i knew it was gonna deter me from my career as a professional wrestler because i'm competing with people like jordan grace who's 26 and i have to stay on top because if i leave two years i might not come back but when I tell you, when, when we go as women, when we see ourselves in the mirror and we have to accept that our body changes because of X, Y, and Z, it's hard. And, and again, for, for Mickey to be 42 and to like, look amazing. Last time I saw her in person, I was like, whoa, like you're, you're getting younger. It's, it's very motivating. So for any women out there and men too, that are in the, you know, forties, late thirties, fifties, sixties, and you still want to do something, believe me, you can. There's, you know, proven the pudding. Right. As a wrestling fan, you know, it's hard. All the blood, the sweat, the tears, the chairs. It's a hard day out there. And do you know what tastes incredible after a hard day in the ring? A Mike's hard lemonade. You get all hot and bothered, and then you can cool off with an ice cold, hard lemonade. Since day one, Mike's Hard Lemonade has been making lemonade the hard way. They take three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, and cold-press them to create a taste like no other. They choose to do things the hard way because they know hard days deserve a hard lemonade. That's why for 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day 
then a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Find now in store, Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium malt beverage with flavors. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey there. NFL fans, right now on the SXM app, hear in-depth coverage of your team with the Believe Podcast Network on Sirius XM. It's all the analysis, all the breakdowns that matter to you, hosted by the players who played for your team and the fans who eat, sleep, and breathe it. 32 diehard fan bases, 32 podcasts. The Believe Podcast Network on Sirius XM. B-L-E-A-V. Search Believe in, followed by your team on the SXM app, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of my best friends in the world, Tom Hannafin. Tom, welcome back to Gabby AF. Wow. And hey, hard to kill tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern live on pay-per-view at Fight TV. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. I see you got a haircut for the segment today. I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have to look halfway decent to come on this show because at least one of us isn't wearing a hat. And I just wanted to make sure my background wasn't uh, a kitchen, which is obviously paramount Tommy's. in the life of Tommy Dreamer. Busted Open has taken over Atlanta in some way, not just with the show, but the whole entire day is busted open. But I, I digress. Is here? Because, yes. Oh, Dave is flying there right now, 
actually yes. as we speak. So you will see Dave tonight. Ooh, very exciting. Listen, bust it, bust it opens everywhere. We don't. You might sleep. have a rant. You might have a rant over there. I would love to hear I would love a Lagreca like rant. <laughs> I, listen, depending on what happens in that opening match between Bully and Josh, there might be a rant, you know, because it is now Oof. listed that that's what's going to start the show. And now Mickey and Jordan are going to be the main event. Oh, wow. Show, which I'm very, what? very excited about. Yeah, I, I, I'm thrilled about it. I think, you know, on both sides, it just makes a ton of sense. Uh, I think starting off with Full Metal Mayhem is really, really intense. Um, and at the same time, it speaks to the significance, I believe, of this title versus career match, Jordan Grace versus Mickey James for the Knockouts World title. Uh, obviously, the giant headline around that is the career of Mickey James and that it could be over tonight at Hard to Kill. Uh, I think Mickey has been such an important part of Impact Wrestling and women's wrestling and professional wrestling as a whole for well over 20 years now that it warrants the main event. And it's ironic, you know, my, my first night in Impact was hard to kill last year and she main evented that too a texas death match for the knockouts world championship which she was holding at the time and defended against diana perrazzo and i got to see my broadcast colleague matthew raywalt have a guitar smashed over his head i love uh. that moment i i have it on my phone <laughs> i save it i play it over and over again and i bring it up as often as possible so no mickey's just so special to this industry i'm, I'm thrilled to see her and jordan main event tonight and and what's funny uh thunder was just picked Mickey James as her wrestler of the week. So we talked a lot about her in uh, the opening segment of the show. But it, it's amazing to me, just someone who is a newer fan of the business and, you know, only really did start watching when I got this job like four years ago. And I really tried to dive into watching a lot of women's pro wrestling. And I started watching Mickey when she was in the WWE and a lot of things that she did. And I remember I came on the show and Dave was like, no, 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 you got to watch this when you watch Mickey. And then, you know, Tommy was like, you got to watch these matches when you watch Mickey. So for someone like me who doesn't even know the history of this legend and to have to kind of learn it and teach it to myself. And now I've seen her from the start with impact of what she's done most recently as a fan watching with everybody else. It's kind of cool to see how far she's come and how much she's done for other women in the division in impact. So if she doesn't win, it might be the first time I've ever gotten emotional watching any kind of pro wrestling. Oh, come on. I, I can't. You haven't I, cried in one of the matches? I, I've cried no, I don't cry. Several. Listen, I have a, I, I, well, you're also a wrestler. I think it's different because you feel for the people in the ring. Like, no. I don't know. I have a black heart. Listen, I don't cry about anything. unless That's true. Back. No, that's like, very, very true. Right. Okay, relax. <laughs> yeah, he called you but, simple. It takes a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's our relationship. Um, it takes a lot to make me cry. I'm not a very emotional person when it comes to that kind of stuff. But I, I do think if this is, you know, the end for Mickey, I, I'm definitely going to be emotional. Not to mention, you know, I'm biased in the sense if I have relationships with all these people, they work on a show with me. I love Mickey James as a human being. She's just phenomenal, and I don't want it to be the end. I don't know if I can take it. I emotionally don't know if I'll be yeah. okay to work the show on Monday. I'm letting everyone know. <laughs> no, Gabby, I, I'm I'm with you, and it, obviously it's my job to be unbiased when we go out there and call the show. So we'll we'll handle what we have to handle. But at the same time, I don't know one person that wouldn't be emotional if Mickey James had to call it a career tonight. And I'm sure you know she would be beside herself because she doesn't want to hang it up no, no way but she's made it all or nothing that she wants to get back to the top she wants to be the knockouts world champion again a lot of people don't recall that she was a part of the first tna broadcast 
back in 2002. She was Alexa three at the time. Um, she has won six titles in WWE. She has won four knockouts world titles here in Impact Wrestling. Uh, has arguably the most important women's wrestling rivalry of all time with Trish Stratus, which culminated at WrestleMania. Her resume is unbelievable. And it wasn't you know too long ago there was a match between her and, and Mia Yim, where Mia Yim was talking about how she moved coast to coast to go to a wrestling school that was frequented by Mickey James. That was how important this was, and that was a decade ago. So think about the lasting ability of Mickey James, not only as a wrestler, but her star power, who she is as a person outside the ring. My first introduction to her, Gabby, considering, you know, you said you just got started really paying attention to this in the last four years. My first instance getting uh, to, to really meet her in person was NXT. She worked a, a takeover, I believe it was in Toronto, against Asuka uh, yeah, for the NXT Women's that. Championship. It was amazing because Mickey James had been away from WWE for a while, and it was just like flipping a light switch for the audience. Everybody in that building knew who Mickey James was, and to have that clash of styles with her and Asuka, two of the best women's wrestlers alive. Uh, that was my first in-person introduction into her, and obviously um, she's done some amazing, amazing things since. So tonight, though, with Jordan Grace, I, I think that's the thing that maybe is getting lost in this a little bit, is that Jordan Grace has been a stellar Knockouts World Champion. She's already surpassed her previous Knockouts World title reign. Uh, I believe she's at 207 days as of today. She and I did an interview that's on Impact Wrestling's YouTube page for Outside the Ropes, and she told me that back in 2020 when she won her first Knockouts World title and then subsequently lost it, she said she felt like a fraud. She felt like she was billed as this powerhouse, one of the strongest women alive. And she's like, I didn't feel strong. I didn't feel like I was being true to this character or anything. So she was like, I sought out to get really freaking strong. If you look at her now, she's unrecognizable virtually. She has done a phenomenal job getting herself in shape. And on top of that, her work in the ring has gotten better and better every time out. So it's not all about Mickey James tonight. Jordan Grace is looking to live up to that moniker of the juggernaut. And, and frankly, I've said it before. She's one of one. She is a megastar in women's wrestling, and people need to wake up to that. And I guarantee you Jordan Grace doesn't give a damn about Mickey James' career tonight. So I, I can't wait to see the main event. No, she doesn't. And she, 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 made, she made it very clear she doesn't. I mean, this is very important. Imagine just being the young, uh, the young, the young buck, right, Tw at 26, being the, on the top of the food chain and retiring one of the best women wrestlers in the world and just have that on your resume, why not? Like you, you will just feel untouchable, especially knowing what she just said to you a couple months ago and where she's at right now. So I, I think it will be, it will be pretty freaking awesome. It, it's huge. And as you know, any wrestler knows, if you can say I retired so-and-so, it's just a massive resume builder, whether the fans like it or don't like it. That's just something that will never leave you. I still remember Baron Corbin ended the career of Kurt Angle, and that sticks with fans to this day. Yeah. So there, that's just recent memory. There's tons of examples of that. So Jordan Grace is out to do something special here tonight, but it will be heartbreaking if Mickey James does have to retire tonight because the pro wrestling world will lose an absolute treasure. Gabby, I have a quick question because I know sure. you're like, this is not related to this match, but it's related to the opening match, right? Bully okay. Ray and Josh Alexander. I know it was, I think, two weeks ago or three, Tommy, you can uh, correct me if I'm wrong. 
when you went on the ring and you and you talked to to bully right and it was just very emotional for me like the stuff that you were saying and then seeing the progression of bullshit that bully has pulled in the last in the last couple of weeks um how do you feel about this match because i think like bully always pushes buttons and i know gabby he's one of your friends i understand that but he has pushed way too many buttons and he has like you know disrespected so many different people inside and outside of the ring tom how do you feel this this match is going to go knowing that it's uh full metal mayhem and it's, it was created by bully ray yeah um obviously he's one of the uh people who's closely attached to it was not in the first one but obviously he he's closely attached to the lineage of full metal mayhem he's been in five he's won four of them so this whole thing everything that he's done whether it's been to tommy dreamer as we saw recently to scott demore and especially to josh alexander's wife jen uh, at overdrive i mean the whole goal has been to get to something like this where bully feels comfortable because bully said it just last night on access tv he knows he can't go bell to bell with josh alexander if you look back at this impact world title reign of josh alexander the longest ever the people who've had a modicum of success are those who can make it personal and not just be competition or a wrestling match look at moose eric young eddie edwards and now bully ray those four in my mind stand out as the ones who really were able to get into the head of josh alexander that being said no one's done what bully ray has done he's shown exactly what a piece of crap he really is so tonight in full metal mayhem i do believe there's a distinct advantage for uh bully ray however you don't know what you don't know in this situation and that how much has he pissed off josh alexander and to give josh all those instruments of destruction I don't know. It's it's a really scary situation. And considering this is opening up the show at 8 p.m. Eastern, it's going to be hell. It's going to be violent. It's going to be nasty. It's going to be grotesque. I expect Josh Alexander to show us all a side of himself we've never seen before. Listen, I think, I know you mentioned I'm friends with Bully Thunder. I'm friends with everybody that hosts the show, so I'm always loyal to my people. <laughs> uh, I have to be because I'm their producer. But what Bully has done, I think for Josh is something like Tom just said, we've never seen Josh be pushed to this limit before. So I love that this match is starting the show tonight because to me, this is, you cannot miss what's going to happen because like he said, I think we're going to see Josh kind of pushed to the limits and we're going to see stuff we've never seen from him because Bully has made it so personal, including his wife in this and making it so dirty and deep down and just mean. This is Bully. Bully doesn't mess around like firsthand. Like that's just what it is. We all know that he's very good at what he does. These mind games, the manipulation. He's just he's 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 not a nice guy. That that that's what it is at the end of the day. But he's also doing what he has to do to get a victory. So you can't not respect it even though it's disrespectful that's how i view someone when they're that good of a heel and i know tommy's gonna be mad at me for saying this because you know he's disrespected tom and sorry scott Moore and all these kinds of things but you can't turn around and not be like wow you know bully's making that match as watchable as it is because you either want to see bully get the shit beat out of him because you like josh alexander or you know Bully's going to beat the shit out of him because of how much talk he's been doing. So it kind of goes either way. But, like, I have loyalty to my to my host, and I think I, I think Bully's going to win. How about that? 
That's I, I'm calling that one in, Thunder. Okay. Here's, uh, and I would do so the same for you, Thunder. If you were if you, if you were talking shit no, to somebody, I, just, I, mean, I got your side. I don't know. I just like there's been so many things, you know. And I know Josh was trying to be, you know, when you're trying to be the good person and you're trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. And when you just like everything that everybody was telling you is true, it, it became true. Like, I don't know. I think uh, I think it is time for someone to give a lesson to bully. What do you think, Tommy? Am I right or am I right? Like I said earlier, I wish that Josh and bully was like Mickey and Jordan, uh, a Hall of Famer, someone who wants to still be the best in a match that he pretty much helped develop and create versus someone who is the best. Same exact situation with Mickey and Jordan. Didn't have to go the routes that you go. Um, When you talk about a a rant, if Bully's the champion and Mickey retires on Monday, I don't want to, I mean, I don't want to be in the venue with Dave. He may go crazy because Gabby, you don't understand. Maybe you do the ego of Mr. Bully Ray. And now he holds all the cards in the company, you have no clue that person you want to deal with. Me personally, I have no problem working with him on this show, but I do have a problem with him working on it because I was the one who brought him here. And not the person that he was supposed to be. Cool. Um, I don't really want to get into it because I have a personal stake in this. Uh, Another thing, and Tom, please correct me if I'm wrong, Mickey James versus Jordan Grace is their first time ever matchup as well as being in the main event which is a big big thing i already know because we were joking about it do you know how pissed bully's going to be that he's not in the main event and mickey's on last so you want to talk about controversy already please he's called in so many times to interrupt when it's me and mickey because that's pure ego the other part uh tom and correct me if i'm wrong this is going mickey james's 200th match in impact wrestling Wow. And, it, wow. you know, Impact Wrestling, to peel back the curtain, it's not like they wrestle, you know, we're recording on Saturday two weeks of television. We normally don't have you wrestle on both weeks of television. Why? To save our talent's bodies. So it's normally backstage and in-ring, or you wrestle. Or if you do have that, you wrestle in tag team matches. Think of that, that she's had 200 matches in just this company. And for what she's done. And this is going to be another landmark match in her career on a 200th match. That's awesome. Most people are lucky to have two matches, 200 matches in their career and that she's done it in one company. So it, it is a lot of stakes. And uh, there's another thing. And I know because uh, Tom doesn't know um, there's going to be a lot of things trending tonight and a lot of friggin' surprises. And I'm a big, big uh, factor of the surprise factor. Gail Kim just said on social media, mm-hmm. there's going to be a new director of authority. Um, that's going to be a thing. And there's going to be a whole lot of other really, really good stuff. Um, so, and Gabby, I, I was, I was listening, but I couldn't say Tom does an amazing job and this is nothing um, against the WWE where Tom was when he said a, a year ago at hard to kill, is so different from where he is today because not only we're talking mental health, we're talking all that stuff. He wasn't where he like his talent and potential wasn't used to its best 
ability in a long time. And I swear to you, I was that guy at first. He reminded me of a beaten dog, a skittish animal that every time you went near it, he kind of like battered away. And I would go and I would hold his hand and I didn't know him because I've been that person. And now when we do it, I don't ever give him notes. I don't ever have to correct him like I used to because he's firing on all cylinders. So that's what I'm saying professionally out there to Mr. Hannafin. I mean, we've, um, it's, that, I'm sorry, Gabby, but I see, I if you guys could see this, like, it, yeah. there's a lot of emotion. Did I make you cry? Yeah, it's, I cry yes. at everything now. Um, <laughs> thank, gonna, I feel bad so for mad. making fun of you having the kitchen in the background. That was mean, <laughs> and I'm sorry. Um, yeah, you, you're the best, Tommy. Uh, we we I'm obviously not the got best. The, I just speak the truth. <laughs> I appreciate everything you've done for me. And we got to cross paths very uh, briefly in WWE. And uh, this past year has just been uh, uh, so good for me professionally and, and personally to talk about, you know, a mental health journey. And I think everybody has those things, you know, in their career, in their personal life. And, uh, you know, that's for me to really sift through with the people I love. And it's just uh, Impact Wrestling has been a big reason why uh, my life has been uh, so good as of late. So, um yeah, you got me to cry. So, <laughs> I appreciate you coming on. I love this more than <laughs> Thank anything. Thank you for else. having me. This is Adam Shine, host of the Adam Shine podcast. Here to tell you, you can listen to my podcast all year round. I'll give you my NFL picks against the spread, give you fantasy advice all season long, while being joined by the best guests in all of sports. He's Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. This is what I expect. You know, I expect to play well every year. We release episodes of the Adam Shine podcast every week. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. The Adam Shine podcast. We got a surprise guest, and I believe in him. You believe in him. The Impact Wrestling Digital Media Champion, Joe Hendry. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well, Tommy. Thank you very much for having me. It was a complete surprise. We would have had your music. One of my favorite ring entrances that people get up for you all the time. It's uh, it's quite awesome to see live, and uh, we're going to see it live tonight. Uh, right down the street here in good old Bad Street, USA, Atlanta, GA. Um, so you're on the show. The floor is yours. Talk to us. Tell us what's going on. What you doing? You just got in, didn't you? I got in last night. Um, so I came from Glasgow. I landed in Atlanta last night and I'm feeling good. Been to the gym this morning. Uh, and yeah, I'm going to have to be alert because I'm facing Moose, who is obviously one of the best heavyweights in the game today this is a big test for me um uh, it's been a whirlwind so far here in impact wrestling and i've very much enjoyed the journey and i think tonight is going to be a very very important test for me as champion because people are very much enjoying the entertainment side of things but now we're kicking things up a gear and i'm taking on a former world champion in moose um so this is uh, a big thing for me and my career um, and it's a big thing for Moose as well, because I made Moose uh, his own entrance music the last time that we were on TV and called Dancing Moose. And I think he enjoyed it very, very much. And I think we're helping him with the, with the entertainment side of things there. So hopefully he doesn't get too mad when we start the match tonight. But I'm ready for anything. Moose, uh, if you follow him on social media, you see he is probably in the best shape he's ever been in. Uh, Moose was drafted by the Atlanta Falcons, and to tell you how much uh, he is hated by his own ex-teammates, 
he could not get me free tickets to see the Falcons play. Uh, that's how much they don't <laughs> like him. So we have to deal another person that we have to deal with in impact wrestling. Now, Joe, this is your first time on the show. Uh, I know your story because you told me your story. Um, I think you've had an amazing introduction into wrestling. Uh, you're another guy who sets goals. Uh, I loved how you BS'd your way. You can listen to how you got on. Um, so far, it's been my last House of Hardcore podcast. I haven't done one uh, since, but I loved your journey and your story. Um, can you tell uh, the fans, like, briefly, I mean, you are also an amateur uh, fighter, and mm -hmm. you have had an impressive career in the short amount of time that you've actually been doing this and have excelled very, very rapidly. And you're one of those guys that has a goal, has a destination, you go out there and do it because your path to this business has been totally different. Absolutely has. So to keep it short, on May 1st, 1988, a baby boy was born. No, I'm only joking. I'm not going to give you the <laughs> full life story. But um, I, will, I will give you the bits that are perhaps most interesting. I was, I used to be a musician, was a musician for 10 years, and I ended up sitting in the Sony building on Madison Avenue with three of the A&R executives, and they were like, hey, I don't even know if I told you this bit, Tommy. This might be new information for you, but... We were sitting in this in this room. I'm thinking I'm going to get signed. And they're like, well, you know, listen, the business has changed. You're based in the UK. It was a few years ago. We'd have given you a three-album deal. But, you know, uh, it's just one of those things. Going to have to send you on your way. So as I was going back home, I was pretty devastated. But I really thought about it. And I had to be honest with myself. I looked myself in the mirror. And I was like, what is it you want to do more than anything else? Is it You love music. But is it that or is it wrestling? And on New Year's Eve going into 2013, I made a promise to myself that I, it was professional wrestling. That's what I really wanted to do. I genuinely believed that was before that I was like too small to be a wrestler. I didn't understand back then that you could, you know, eat lots, make sure your protein's right, go to the gym uh, and change your physique. But I, I soon realized that if I kind of applied myself, I could, I could make a go of this. And on, on January 1st, 2013, uh, I just decided I was going to eat, sleep, and breathe wrestling. I was about a year and a half in when CM Punk got signed to the UFC. And at that moment, I'd, I, it was around that time I went to see the Commonwealth Games ceremony as well. And I was like, oh, that'd be pretty cool. And then I kind of put two and two together. And I was like, well, at the time, you know, WWE was, there's so many places to work now. But at the time, it was like WWE was like the show. So I was like, well, I guess... It, in order to get leverage nowadays, it's probably good to go into um, a situation like that with them thinking you might leave for the competition, which at the time would have been, you know, the UFC or Bellator or something like that. So I saw you CM Punk do that. And I was like, if I could legitimize myself, uh, that would also mean that, you know, those arguments in the playground about, well, Superman would beat up Spider-Man and who would really win in a fight between, you know, Brock Lesnar and, and whoever. I thought I could be on the right end of those conversations if I legitimize myself. So I did some quick maths and, and, you know, realized that most people who compete operate around, you know, sort of 180 pounds, something like that. And then with intense training, they'll drop to about 170. So that's where most people are at. I targeted the 97 kilogram division because I was like, that's going to be undersubscribed and it's going to be more about strength uh, rather than experience. Uh, so I just got as strong as I possibly could uh, to cut to that weight class. And I became a two-time national champion, representing my country at the Commonwealth Games. 
Wow. And then uh, came back to pro wrestling after that, and then started making these crazy videos and entrances. And here we are, and it's been an awesome journey so far. It's 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 been amazing. It's it's the dream dream job, dream company. Love so it. being rejected as a musician, and like that's something that you probably put a lot of time and effort, and then trying to figure it out another freelance kind of job. Like what are what are the things that you took from the music besides you know making your own entrances and being super extra? into professional wrestling. I'm so glad I didn't get picked up. It's that thing The Rock says that sometimes the thing that never happens, it sometimes your dream can be the best thing that never happens to you. Um, the We were offered a few like independent deals and stuff, but they were seven years. So I, I wouldn't have been able to wrestle. I would have been locked in. And the, you know it, it just wouldn't have been a good situation. So it was the best thing that never happened to me because pro wrestling was my true passion. I was talking to Uh, my mom about it and I said you know it's a shame that I didn't really do anything with music and and she's like what are you talking about she's like that's half your job she's like you're the musician wrestler and I was like oh yeah it's almost like all the things I've done have led me to this path uh, and I'll, I'll be honest I there's a few things I would say I made a lot of mistakes looking back that are hilarious like the, we've got there's a, a big band I don't know if they're big in the US but we've got this huge band in the UK called Biffy Clyro And their manager messaged me and says, look, I'm really interested. I think you've got something here. Maybe we could work together. And at the time, I was like, ah, you know, let's reply to him after we've had this meeting with Sonny in a few months, you know, because I got that meeting with Sonny by myself. We don't need this guy. Uh, there's also there's so many situations that looking back are just like, you know, face pam. So I think one thing I've learned and one thing I love about professional wrestling is I do feel the cream rises to the top in professional wrestling. If you, as soon as I let go, of going, I must achieve this by this day, or I must do this by this day and saying, you know what, I'm going to get as good as I can in all areas of the business and trust that eventually something good is going to happen. And I honestly, I kid you not, it was like two months after that, that we got the, the impact deal sorted out. It was, it was pretty crazy. And I'm just obsessed with getting better. And it's funny that it's, there's so much information to take in because I've had to go from, you know, being pretty good at this to, operate on on a world-class level quickly this is being thrust into this spot so i'm i'm taking all think a lot of stuff in um and it's funny because i'll have you know a conversation with, with tommy and i remember we were talking about um you know a match at the, the, the last i think it was the last tapings of the one before and in the uk scene i'm usually so much bigger than everybody so i can kind of wrestle like goldberg and, and get away with it you know whereas it took for tommy for me to go <laughs> yeah yeah but i want to wrestle like goldberg and, and tommy in the nicest way possible informs me that i was not goldberg <laughs> so you know it's a, it's a learning process and um i've come to terms with that i'm very upset about it but um i'm gonna settle for for john cena so, so there you go that's a hell of a person to settle with Thunder, uh, Joe, I have to head over to yeah. the building, so I have to log out. So you guys, uh, Nation, continue the interview, and uh, thank you for having me. And it's a Falls Count Anywhere Friday, and I'm tapping out. Thunder, you got the lead. I'll talk to you guys later, thank Joe. Thank you I'll so much. For Love you guys. In this See you in a bit. So, you know, you're, you're telling us all this stuff that, you know, you just jump into something that you didn't know what, what to expect. You ended up, yeah. you know, getting a contract and actually fulfilling your dream to become a professional wrestler or your new dream to become a professional wrestler. But tonight yeah. you are, uh, you have an important match. Like, what is the yes. take that you want? What is the one thing you want to get out of this match more than anything else? Like, more of the obvious. 
So I think that um, I feel you know it, it might sound it might sound arrogant, but I feel that it's not in question anymore that I'm able to entertain an audience. We know that. I think what I need to prove tonight is that I can operate on a main event level. To me, this is a test. This is management saying, can Joe Hendry be a main eventer as well as be entertaining? And that is my job tonight is to prove uh, management correct in the opportunities that they're giving me. My opportunity is to defend the digital media championship. Um, and my, my job tonight is to beat Moose, who is a former world champion and continue to elevate myself and the title. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream the podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed in garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.